Thanks for coming in, Mr. Mahoney. Do you have your member ID card? Yep, I have it right here in the FEP Blue app. See? Great. It's can I... awesome. The app can also help me find a provider and keep tabs on my deductibles. Okay, can I... Oh, yeah, and my out-of-pocket spending and visit limits, and I can call the nurse line. I'm really glad it does all that, but I only need to see your member ID card. Oh, that's it? Why didn't you say so? Fearless is just one tap away. With the new FEP Blue app from Blue Cross and Blue Shield, you can access your health benefits on the go. Download it now at fepblue.org app. Welcome everyone to another episode of Locked On Redskins. Here on the Locked On Podcast Network, I'm your host, Lake Lewis. And the Washington Redskins today had just a bevy of information and news for us in the media. And I could not wait to share it with you folks. Uh, just the way the day started and the way it ended, it was just from, from the beginning to the end, it was just one of those days, another day at the office for us who cover the Washington Redskins. And it's a little different because in years past, this was around this time, like the end of October, beginning of November. The season was almost over for these guys as far as they're not making the playoffs. It was just rough. This is a different group. This is a different team. And you get the information that you're given. And today it was seeing Jordan Reed on the practice field, seeing Jordan Reed in the yellow non-contact jersey, seeing Jordan Reed back out there considering Jordan Reed has a history of concussions and has been held out because of that issue. He didn't play last week in their big win against Philadelphia. The offense was clicking. Jordan Reed didn't play, though. And most people were thinking that Jordan Reed may be out for a while, and he still may be. But the fact of the matter is that he was on the practice field today doing individual drills, uh, going through some team drills. Uh, So he was limited, but yet he was still out there. If you're the Washington Redskins, under any circumstances, can you not play Jordan Reed on Sunday? I would be shocked. I would venture to say, from my history of covering the NFL, there's no way Jordan Reed plays Sunday. If Jordan Reed does play Sunday and something happens again, it could be catastrophic for the Washington Redskins. It could be catastrophic for Jordan Reed. It could be catastrophic for the NFL as a whole. Because this is a cat out the bag now. Everyone knew Jordan Reed had a history of these concussions, four to be exact as a Washington Redskin, in just his fourth year. But to see it, to see when the hit possibly could have happened, I had tweeted last week uh, on October 13th, I tweeted that could could a play that I saw being in Baltimore for that game I remember when it happened. I remember seeing Jordan Reed take a knee to the back of the head. And the person that I was sitting next to, um, the fact of the matter is I haven't gotten their permission to say their name, but I'm sure she'd be okay if I did. But nevertheless, we saw it just like everyone else did. And I was surprised that he played the rest of the game. The hit happened at like the 13-11 mark of of the third quarter, and he played the rest of the game. No issues whatsoever. Jay Gruden told us on that Wednesday 
three days later that Jordan Reed was put in a concussion protocol because he had come in on that Tuesday, which is technically the day off, you know, but guys go in and do their exercise and workouts. Jordan Reed had symptoms then. The, the irony to all this is that Jordan Reed told us this today in the locker room. That kind of caught me off guard. I mean, I appreciate the young man being honest and upfront, but that was that was almost too honest. You know, he said he got hit in the back of the head. He kind of kept it to himself. He was feeling it throughout the game, but he kept playing, and he had a pretty bad headache. Those are his exact words. I mean, he went on and just just talked in depth about it. He said the next day he was feeling all right. Then he was doing some exercises, and it started to feel worse. You know, he said that there's concern uh, for him from his family, from the team. He said, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, he's got to take care of his family, so he's got to do what he has to do. These are his words. This isn't fabricated stuff. You know, he has faith, and he said, it comes into my mind as far as, you know, if this is going to be a long-term injury or a long-term effect on him. He says, but he prays a lot, and he's got faith in the Lord that he'll be okay. So that's how he thinks. It's it's not a, a, a great situation. Jordan Reed is, in my opinion, the second-best tight end in the NFL outside of Rob Gronkowski in, in New England. He's that dynamic. He is clearly the focal point for the Washington Redskins. He clearly is the guy that they look to for everything. That's Kirk Cousins' go-to guy. That's Kirk Cousins' uh, beginning, middle, and end guy that he looks for. They did look really good without him on Sunday. And I'm not you know, insinuating anything. I'm saying that they looked good without him on Sunday, meaning that Kirk Cousins, with his favorite – you know, uh, you know, receiver out there, you know, not being there, Kirk Cousins had to survey the field. And you started to see everyone get involved in that passing game. Deshaun Jackson, Pierre Garçon, Jamison Crowder, another budding young uh, talent. So they, they mixed it up. The running game was effective. 231 yards on the ground from their trio of young running backs, Matt Jones, Chris Thompson, Robert Kelly. But getting back to Jordan Reed, you can't put him out there against Detroit. Even though he was out there today going through the protocol, if he gets another two practices under his belt and they, you know, ramp up the workouts a little bit more, he's a guy that may be in there. But there's no way the Washington Redskins will play him against Detroit. That's just not going to happen. And if they did play him, they'd put themselves in so much scrutiny. They'd, they'd put themselves in a bad position because – Imagine if the young man went out and got hurt again. Imagine if he went out and sustained another concussion. I mean, you're already talking about a guy that, that has to be thinking about retirement if this happens again. It's there. It's it's not something that you can run from. It's reality. His family, as he said, is concerned. The team's concerned. But he wants to play football. So at the end of the day, it's his decision. But when you have a guy that has a history, and this isn't the first time Word is that Jordan Reed kind of, you know, held back how he felt as far as the concussions. You know, he, he you know, there, there's there's grumblings that he hit him before. So it could be more than the four that have been documented. You know, that's not speculation. That's just a fact. If he did this before, he just did it again. So it, it's just not a good situation. It's, it's really not. Not for anyone involved. The league has been besieged with 
you know, uh, lawsuits. You know, we've had tragic incidents with, you know, former players committing suicide because of the trauma to their heads and the long-term effects. So if you're Jordan Reed and you're a young guy, 25, 26, uh, you know, you just signed a really nice contract. Um, I think you get $21 million guaranteed. Listen, <clears throat> I understand the guy that wants to play football. That's his livelihood. That's what he's done since he was a kid. You have a love for it, and you're great at it on top of that, one of the best at this position. But you have a family. You have a wife. You have you know, kids, you, you, you have a family, you want to be there for them long term. So am I, am I insinuating that it's time for Jordan Reed to hang him up? No, I'm not. But I'm saying if it happens again, he's going to have to really seriously think long and hard about this. And because of that situation and scenario, I don't think the Redskins are going to rush him back out on the field. I would be shocked if I saw him against Detroit. I would be shocked if I saw him fly over to London uh, next weekend when they play Cincinnati, because let's face it, it's long flights. And if you have a history of concussions or if you're under a protocol, the last thing you want to do is get in high altitudes. That's just not going to help. So I would I would think that they're going to shut Jordan Reed down until after their bye week and really see where he is at that point. Even if he feels like he's ready to go right now. I mean, he told me today in the locker room he felt fine but it's still part of a protocol. You know, he said he felt fine before until he came in on that Tuesday and didn't feel well. So that was just one thing that happened today out at Redskins Park. Well, let me rephrase that, folks, because now it's the Inova Sports Center at Redskins Park. It's Inova Sports Performance Center, excuse me, at Redskins Park. So uh, that was just one facet of it. The other story today to me was, Jay Gruden's epic response to Stephen A. Smith. Sitting there in that press conference and seeing him stick up for his team, for his coaches, for the organization, I thought it was a breath of fresh air. And I, and I was, it, it really took me aback. I, I thought, you know, for him to do what he did, to say what he said, it was a terse response to Stephen A. Smith. And Stephen A. Smith needs no introduction. If you're a fan of ESPN, you know who that is. If you're a sports fan, you pretty much know who that is. Uh, He's a guy that can stir the pot. Uh, He's good at what he does, but he can stir the pot. And nevertheless, on first take, uh, he called the Redskins a bunch of losers, said the mentality of the organization is a losing mentality because they've never won anything. And he didn't like the fact that Chris Baker and some other players you know, basically made the comments that they run the East. And, you know, listen, you just beat the Philadelphia Eagles, a divisional game. Uh, The Eagles just, what, two, three weeks ago were considered one of the top five teams in the league, the way they were playing, the way they beat down Pittsburgh. Since then, they've come back to reality. But at the end of the day, the Redskins beat them, and they beat them soundly. The 27-20 score wasn't close. It wasn't as indicative of the beating that was given. And some players felt good about it. They weren't boasting about the Eagles or rubbing it in the Eagles' face. This all happened in their own locker room about how they felt as a team. Stephen A. Smith took them to task for it. And to Jay, Jay Gruden has some comments for him that I personally thought were, (laughs) they were refreshing to say the least, to see a coach basically sticking up for his team and, and not letting outside forces try to tear him apart. Jay Gruden said, 
He likes the he likes the confidence of his guys. He likes them being upbeat and excited about winning football games. As far as being NFC East champs, defending champs, we are. Those are his exact words. He says he's proud of that, and our guys are proud of that. It's something we have to defend. It's an honor to be an NFC East champion. We have a longer way to go. We want more from our football team than just that. That was the first part of it. But the more he was asked about it, the more pressed about it, he really opened up and got a little bit more candid, and I thought it was refreshing. He says, I know Stephen A. does a good job with what he does, but he doesn't know our team. He doesn't know our coaches. He doesn't know our fan base. And for him to call us all losers is out of line by him because he doesn't know Jamison Crowder, Jordan Reed, Morgan Moses, Brandon Scherf, Will Blackman, and Ryan Kerrigan. He doesn't know the type of work these guys put in, the type of players that they are, the type of people that they are, the coaching staff that we have. He said it bothers him he's calling my guys that. If he wants to call me that, that's fine. But when he starts talking about the players and the staff and the ownership and people who work so hard in this building, it bothers you. That's the sign of a coach sticking up for his team. And that is the reason, my friends, why the Washington Redskins have won four in a row. They didn't go the opposite direction when they were 0-2. They rallied around each other, stayed close, and now they're winning four in a row with a chance in Detroit to win their fifth straight. Interesting stuff. Speaking of games, if you're trying to get to a game, folks, uh, you can go to SeatGeek. SeatGeek is one of the best ways uh, to get tickets for the weekend's games. You can go to an app on on your phone. It's by far the easiest thing that I've seen so far. So you can be anywhere, and with just a few taps, you can instantly find seats for the weekend's games or any game this season for that matter. Guess what? If you go to SeatGeek and put in this promo code, which is LOWREDSKINS, L-O-REDSKINS, you'll get $20 back on your first purchase from SeatGeek. So once again, check out SeatGeek and check out a great way to get tickets for the weekend's games. Throughout the week, folks, we're going to be breaking down the Redskins versus Detroit. Streaks are on the line. Redskins four-game winning streak, Detroit two-game winning streak. Redskins have not won in Detroit in their last two uh, trips. Matter of fact, they haven't beat Detroit in their last three attempts. The last game was, what, uh, what three years ago, 2013, FedExville. Matt Stafford had 325 yards. He lit the Redskins up like a Christmas tree. Will there be a difference this time? The Redskins' defense is playing great football. They haven't given up a fourth quarter, uh, I'm sorry, a second-half score in, what, four games. So they're going to need all of that against Matt Stafford and the Detroit Lions. But we'll break all that stuff down uh, you know, tomorrow as well as on Friday. Tomorrow I'm going to be giving you my prediction. So as always, folks, you can follow me on Twitter at Lake Lewis, and you can also check out my work at Sports Journey and then also on RedskinsWire.USAToday.com. It's been a good one, folks. We'll see you tomorrow. What you doing? Ran out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you Bye, wedding ceremony. Stop. At Metro PCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to Metro PCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. Metro PCS. Wireless. Figure it out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions.